0: on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Hopefully your weekend was great. Hopefully you had some time to catch the pod special we put up Friday afternoon as I sat down to speak one-on-one with new BYU transfer Matt Harms, get his thoughts on his decision to transfer to BYU and a whole lot more. But We still got a lot to catch you up on on a Monday edition of the show as well. We'll recap what happened in the NFL draft for BYU. Three former Cougars signed undrafted free agent deals after the draft concludes without a Cougar taken for the first time since 2015. We'll also catch you up on some of the transfer portal news when it comes to BYU basketball. They're in the running for another high-level grad transfer. We'll talk about that, and we'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. A bevy of BYU athletes graduating over the weekend as well. Today's show brought to you by a new sponsor on the show, we're excited to have them on board, and that is Telechris Plasma Services. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners and what they can do for everybody and anybody at this difficult time here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way. Let's get it going here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 27th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Katz, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for The Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast, all focused on the BYU Cougars. Hopefully, you guys are all doing well, staying home, staying safe, and hopefully, you guys had a good weekend regardless. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be downloaded. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Everywhere and anywhere podcast services have podcasts. Well, we're right there for you guys. Make sure to hit that follow button if you're listening to us on Spotify or hit that subscribe button if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. That way you never miss a daily podcast, and we're always keeping you up to speed on everything going on in Provo. Uh, Starting off today's show, let's recap what happened in the NFL draft for BYU. A little bit disappointing. The Cougars get shut out from the NFL draft for the first time since 2015. But I can tell you this much. We talked about this a little bit late last week. If they didn't have somebody drafted in this year's draft, I think this will be the year that BYU misses in the draft. And then going forward, they're not going to miss for a while. Because I look at next year's roster, and I think of two guys in particular who will be seniors that probably would have been draft picks this year that decided to go back to school in Matt Bushman and Kyrus Tonga. Both of them should be draft picks next year. I would expect some offensive linemen, the likes of Brady Christensen, Tristan Hodge, James Empey, etc. They should all get looks. I think Chandon Herring could also get a look in the NFL. So you could have actually a decent haul of guys drafted next year if everything goes according to plan. Obviously, we're all sitting back waiting to see what happens with the football season. And we'll discuss that a little bit more in detail as we get closer to it. But I think that regardless, the Cougars, speaking of BYU... This year, I think is gonna be an exception rather than the rule when it comes to the NFL draft going forward under Kalani Satake. Uh, Coach Satake's his whole mantra has been to help guys fulfill their football dreams regardless of whatever they are. Uh, to his discredit, I guess you could say, Bronco Mendenhall at times was very antagonistic or very anti-NFL, and it was very weird because he was quick to claim credit for guys who made it to the NFL. Think of Ziggy Ansa when his rags to riches story took place at the fifth pick in the NFL draft. There's Bronco Mendenhall front and center saying, hey, this is going to be great. Kyle Van Noy, similar s- situation. But many other times during his tenure at BYU, seemingly when the Cougars weren't getting guys drafted on the Regular basis. Well, the NFL doesn't really set up for a good lifestyle, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm not here to bag on Bronco Mendenhall, but Kalani Sitake, his whole mantra has been, he's all about the players. He's a player's coach. And if they want to go to the NFL, by gosh, he's going to make sure that they have their opportunity to do it. And he is going to get out there. And celebrate his guys, make sure the NFL scouts are aware of them, do everything in his power to help them get drafted and live their football dreams. And I think that's the right mentality to have as a head coach. Now, BYU this year, three guys signed undrafted free agent deals so far. That doesn't mean that they can't continue to sign those deals going forward, but to break them down, if you hadn't heard so far, Diane Gonwuluk, who signed a free agent deal with the Los Angeles Rams, Aleva Hefo signed a free agent deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, and former BYU player. Coach Andy Reed, and then finally, Tyson Williams, uh, the running back who, coming off an ACL surgery, has an undrafted free agent deal that he signed with the Baltimore Ravens. I think looking at all three of these, they have decent odds. I think of making rosters. The interesting part about this year, and if you follow Evan Brennan, he's a BYU graduate, now a sports agent for United Athletes Sports. He tweeted out over the weekend this year, the numbers of guys signing free agent deals, etc., was down significantly compared to other years. So guys like, uh, let's say, Austin Lee, etc., they may have lost their opportunity as an undrafted free agent in the immediate aftermath of the NFL draft due to the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of teams are not relying on uh, these undrafted free agents. They're not having their typical free agent tryouts with rookie mini camps, et cetera, for the guys to come in and show what they can do because they can't get together. The COVID-19 pandemic is forbidding it in most states around the country. So you can't go in and show what you can do as a rookie. So on its head, it's a bad deal for a guy like Austin Lee, and it's not out of the question that he could get a deal at some point here in the coming days, but him not getting a deal immediately after the draft in this year's special circumstances means a little bit more of a uphill climb for him or maybe a more uphill climb than normal for him to potentially make his pro dreams come true. Uh, Conversely, guys like Diane Gonwolek, Leva Hefo, and Tyson Williams, well, they should feel pretty privileged that they got those undrafted free agent deals. They still have to prove themselves to make an active roster, and they're going to have with the new collective bargaining agreement in the NFL, there will be an expanded active roster as well as expanded practice squads. so there's more spots for guys to fill in and and keep jobs, etc., so you hope that they get their opportunities to show what they can do. But this year, it's a very interesting circumstance because a lot of NFL teams, Teams kind of leaned towards retaining veteran talent and betting on them versus unproven rookie talent that they did not have come in and work out before them or have scouts see them work out in person. Once again, due to this coronavirus pandemic. So Very interesting situation, but I wish all three of uh, the players who did sign deals, speaking of Diane, Aleva, and Tyson, I wish them nothing but the best, and we'll be tracking them as they go forward here. Who knows what's ultimately going to happen? Are these guys going to be drafted but not show up to a team facility until August when training camp opens up? very well could be the case. It'll be a very interesting summer to track how these players prepare for and also are kind of integrated into their new respective teams and try and prove themselves. It, it, there's a very very interesting case study to come out of all of this. I think with the NFL draft, I think the virtual format of it was absolutely fantastic. Roger Goodell's wanting to fall asleep aside. That was pretty funny to watch the commissioner. He was getting t- more tired throughout the night, especially on Friday night you could tell he was really wilting, but he powered through it. But I think that the overall this whole situation with this pandemic is going to make for an interesting case study in the NFL in sports in general and Guys like Levahifo, Tyson Williams, and Diane Gonwoloku, well, guess what? They're going to be part of the test. They're the test subjects in this new format, and I'm interested to see how they all endure it, if it works to their benefit or if it works to their detriment. It'll make for an interesting situation, and I'm looking forward to tracking it, but I'm hoping that all three of them do make active rosters or at least practice squads this year and show what they can do to their new NFL teams. And congratulations to each of those three, and hopefully guys like Austin Lee in the coming days will get their opportunities to sign a deal as well and sign on with the team somewhere. All right, we'll switch gears here in just a second. We're going to talk some BYU basketball. Uh, another transfer on the transfer portal that BYU is in the mix for. Well, after landing Matt. Harms, you can guarantee a, there's a few more transfers saying, hey, I wonder what BYU's got to offer. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. Before we get to that, do want to take a minute and talk to you about a new sponsor here on lockdown Cougars, and that is our friends at Telecris Plasma Resources in Provo. Their address 651 Columbia Lane in Provo. If you want to give them a call, their phone number 801-377-1243. You're probably wondering, what is Telecrest Plasma Resources, Jake? Well, let me tell you guys. Telecrist Plasma Resources Uh, They're a plasma donation center in Provo. The plasma they collect goes into life-saving medications for people with low immune systems, as well as plasma therapy for burn victims and research into additional uses of plasma. Uh, Griffles, their parent company, is actually on the forefront of looking into the COVID-19 pandemic, trying to use plasma resources to see if they can find antibodies, create antiviral drugs, vaccinations, etc., Essentially, what the guys and what the ladies and folks down there at Talacris are doing is they're helping everybody and anybody with your donations from Plasma. Okay, Plasma right now, you're probably wondering how are they able to be open? It's been marked as an essential service because, like I just mentioned, all the things they're doing is combating all the different ailments that we have as human beings. So, Talacris is right there on the forefront of what's going on with the current pandemic. Many people around the world, even before this pandemic, need Plasma. Plasma Resources, well, Talacris is here to help fill that void. And for those of you who may have lost your job with the current pandemic, well, Telechrist can help you out in that regard as well. I talked about Talacris a few weeks ago, and when I was a student at BYU in Provo, I actually donated plasma there and put some extra money in my pocket while I was a student. It's a really simple way, a really relatively pain-free, easy way to go about putting some money in your pocket. They are paying people for their plasma donations. Yes, money... right into your pocket for donating your blood, donating your plasma to Tallacrest Plasma Resources. Great company. Like I said, located at 651 Columbia Lane in Provo. If you know where the Chick-fil-A is down there, you're not too far away. Uh, sweets Hawaiian Grill is right there in the neighborhood. One of my favorite places to eat in Provo. Shout out to Sweets. Check them out. But Tallacrest Plasma Resources, 651 Columbia Lane in Provo. They're open from the early morning to the late evening. I believe they open up as early as 5 a.m. Cameron and his team will correct me if I I'm wrong on that. I believe they close like 8 or 8.30 in the evening. So they have got availability all day and night long to take you guys in and make sure that you guys are getting some reward for donating your plasma a great company like i said i could have personal experience with Talacris back in the day as a student at byu so check them out guys Talacris plasma resources 651 columbia lane in provo or give them a call to learn more about it 801-377-1243 that's Talacris plasma resources a proud partner with us here on locked on cougars it's kubota orange day shop the year's best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles Alright guys, if you didn't hear it, I had a chance to catch up with Matt Harms, BYU's new graduate transfer. I had a great conversation with him. If you want to rewind back just one podcast, you can do that right now. had a lengthy conversation with him, 20 minutes plus, to talk about his decision on when he decided to transfer to BYU, what went into it, uh, what he's like as a player. His story in basketball, etc. Uh, if you didn't hear it in the story, he actually mentioned that Jimmer Fredette, the days of Jimmer Fredette, so 2010-2011, were actually the only years in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, where he grew up, that they had ESPN. So he actually saw Jimmer Fredette back in the day, and that actually got his first introduction to BYU that way. So very interesting conversation regardless. If you didn't have a chance to listen to it, I would check it out. I'm one of a few people who's actually talked to Matt so far, I believe, in the local media. So a good chance to catch some exclusive thoughts from a guy who comes in and is expected to have a big role on BYU's basketball program next year. Now, BYU is continuing to look for guys in the transfer portal. I think the biggest need they have, and I mentioned this I believe last week on the podcast as well is I was talking to a national media member recently, and uh, it was actually right in the immediate aftermath of Matt Harms deciding that BYU is going to sign with them. And their comment to me was that BYU now what they lack is an elite three point threat from beyond the arc. That's not to say that guys it, currently on BYU's roster can't be an elite three point shooter. Thinking of guys like Trevin Nell potentially coming in and being that guy that can be that three point threat to really balance BYU's offense, keep the floor spread, etc. But BYU is not going to just kind of sit back and be passive about the their, their roster as it stands. And evidence of that came in the form of Gardner-Webb transfer Jose Perez. He named that BYU is among his 10 final schools according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, he's from the Bronx in New York City. He's a six foot four guard. He's considering programs such as Memphis, New Mexico, DePaul, Marquette, Georgia Tech, Minnesota, St. John's, Illinois, and Iowa State in addition to the Cougars. Uh, I told 24-7 sports there's no timetable just yet, honestly, as to when he'd make a decision. And of course, with 10 teams, as he's trying to kind of figure out where he wants to go, you'd expect he's a little bit away. Uh, what the issue with Perez is right now? He's a sophomore who averaged 15.2 points, six and a half rebounds, and 4.2 assists for Gardner Webb. He averaged 15 points as a freshman as well. I uh, shot 38.1 percent from three. Uh, so this is the guy that I think we're looking at and saying that's the guy that you want in a BYU uniform. The only issue is, I'm mean, speaking of this year's team. The only issue is, due to NCAA transfer rules, he's not a graduate transfer and therefore not immediately eligible. He'd be forced to out next season and have two years of eligibility remaining and the current rules with the NCAA are requiring that but a vote could come as soon as next month speaking of May with regards to immediate eligibility one-time transfers for players uh, and that would be a big-time boon to a guy like Jose Perez and the chances he could join the BYU basketball program and have an immediate impact that's what you need to see from a BYU transfer uh, Transfer, I guess, perspective is you want to see a guy like Perez. If he decided to come to BYU, have that immediate eligibility and come in and be that three and D defender essentially that BYU is looking for on the perimeter. We've talked about this in the past. BYU with a guy like Matt Harms joining the roster. They're going to be extremely large in the front court. They could start three guys that are 6'9 or 6'10 or taller in their front court. You have a guy like Alex Barcelo probably is going to be uh, your point guard. And then you have a swing man who plays on the perimeter there who needs to be a guy who can lock down the opposing team's best wing player but also be a high-level three-point shooter. And a guy like Jose Perez seems to fit that bill. If he's shooting already 38.1% from three, Those are the percentages you want to see. He's already averaged 15 points in his college career to this point. So he's a guy who can get buckets, for lack of a better term, but... I think a guy like Jose Perez, BYU should be pushing the narrative with Matt Harms saying, hey, you can come in here. You can fit in right away. We think that the NCAA is going to have the transfer rule change where you can transfer without penalty right away. Then you can come in and have an immediate impact and hopefully come in and uh, join a guy like Matt Harms and help BYU get back to the NCAA tournament next year. I think this would be a fantastic addition for BYU getting a guy like Jose Perez. They're also not out of the woods or not out of the running for a guy like Jonah Antonio from UNLV. Antonio is a graduate transfer who would be eligible right away for BYU. Known more as a pure shooter, a guy who can just really knock down threes, maybe not as dynamic as a guy like Jose Perez. But regardless, I think BYU understands what they need on this roster and they're targeting it in, tra- in the transfer portal. And I think it's gonna- to pay off at some point and hopefully they find the right guy that can come in and in the case of a Jose Perez, that rule changes next month which allows a one-time immediate eligibility transfer. I think it would be a fantastic addition for the BYU basketball program and I think in the aftermath of landing a guy of the caliber of Matt Harms, you can guarantee more than a couple of those guys in the transfer portal are saying, hey, what's BYU got going here and hopefully the Cougars coaching staff can capitalize on that and go out and find the right guy to join their program. All right, we'll catch up on everything that's going on in BYU Sports News here in just a minute. There's a lot going on. I Well, a lot in terms of graduations for BYU we need to talk about because, man, did a number of BYU student-athletes graduate over the weekend without graduation happening at BYU. But we'll talk about that here in just a second. Before we get to graduation stories, though, we need to talk to you today about our good friends at Postmates. Any of you that see my pictures or know me personally know that I love to eat. It's a problem. It honestly is. But right now, the whole stay at home, stay safe mantra well, Postmates is here to help you guys take care of that. And it's not just about food. Postmates, obviously, if you know about this company, they deliver food. If you want a local restaurant, they can go pick it up for you. And they've implemented non-contact delivery. So when you order from a local restaurant, everything gets left right outside your door. You don't have to talk to a soul. You pick up your food once they're gone. Take it inside your house. Enjoy your food. You're both supporting the local economy, but also being smart with the stay-at-home orders and staying at home, staying safe. Postmates doesn't deliver just burgers and sushi as well. They also make your life easier by picking up everything you might need from a place like Walgreens or 7-Eleven and dropping that off outside your door. They want to take care of you guys. They want to make sure you're staying home and staying safe. Just download Postmates on the iOS or Android device device of your choice, your Apple phone or your Android device. Find your favorites, get anything you wanted delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners here on Locked On Cougars $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days using Postmates. Start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app and use the code locked on that's code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the postmates app anything you need anytime you need it postmate it they'll make sure you're taken care of guys a proud partner with us here on the locked on cougars podcast and the locked on podcast network Alright, as we close out today's edition of the podcast, I wanted to run down some significant news, I think, from this past weekend. Of course, this past weekend would have been graduation at BYU. The Y was lit up over the weekend, as they do traditionally when graduations take place in the spring. Obviously, commencement did not take place due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but that does not mean that a number of student-athletes, in addition just to overall students at BYU, moved on and graduated with their degrees. And I wanted to talk about the nine. 90- 91, you heard me. 91 student athletes at BYU who graduated this past weekend, and I want to first off just overall to all 91 of them. Want to say job well done, congratulations to you. Anybody who knows a student athlete or has been a student athlete knows how difficult it is to balance both school life and the sport you're pursuing, and it's incredibly difficult. I've talked about this in the past. My wife was a student athlete at BYU, and her experience as a student athlete and as a student at Brigham Young University versus mine, who was a regular Joe at BYU just going to classes, is completely different. But I wanted to just say congratulations to all 91 of these student-athletes. Let's talk about the men's basketball and football players in particular, because I think that they have a significant portion of the graduates in men's basketball. Stars such as Yoli Childs, TJ Haas, Zach Selyus... Dalton Nixon all graduated. Taylor Maughan and Evan Troy graduated as well. In football, athletes like Joe Critchlow, Kavika Fanua, Tanner Jacobson, Bachelor Johnson, Austin Kofensis, uh, Austin Lee, Trajan Peely, J.J. and Wigway, Thomas Schoaf, Talon Shumway, Troy Warner, Austin Wetzel, and Chris Wilcox, among others, graduating this past weekend. A number of guys who moved on with their football careers, but also a number of guys, speaking of guys like Wilcox, Warner, they're going to be back for another year. Uriah Leatawa also graduated. He'll be back for a senior year this fall if we have a season. Kavika Fanua as well. So a number of guys who are going to be able to focus simply on football have graduated early and maybe can get a head start on a master's program if they decide. I think the biggest thing is, is that all 91 of these student athletes, hey, they're going to move on and do great things in their lives, and I wish them nothing but the best as they move forward. Uh, I think that... For them to have graduated within a time frame of them being on campus at BYU, I'm thinking four to five years, pursuing their sports at an extremely high level because BYU is a Division One university, they don't just let student-athletes slide, I can tell you this much. Student athletes have to do just as much work, if not more, I feel like, than regular students at BYU because they have to balance both the homework for their sport they're in and the regular homework in class. And I just I can't say it enough that how proud I am of all these student athletes for pursuing their dreams, both on the field court or diamond, etc., whatever your uh, sport of choice is, while also balancing your schoolwork, getting that degree and having that in your back pocket. We all know how valuable a college degree is, and we all know how many of these student-athletes would love to go pro in the sport of their choice, but how little of them will actually have that opportunity. We talked about it earlier today. Only three of the former football players from BYU's graduating class or their uh, NFL draft class have signed undrafted free agent deals currently. You feel for a guy like Austin Lee, but the nice part is he's got his degree in hand now, and that should help him. He graduated in exercise and wellness as he moves forward here. J.J. and Wigway also also was considered to be a guy who might get a free agent deal, well, he's got an economics degree in his back pocket. And I look forward to seeing how all of these student athletes do going on into the future. I mentioned the men's basketball and football programs. We have graduates in baseball, men's golf, women's golf, gymnastics, soccer, softball, men's swimming and diving, women's swimming and diving, men's tennis, women's tennis, men's and women's track and field, men's volleyball, and women's volleyball. So congratulations and a job well done, a hearty job well done for myself. Jake Catch and all the rest of us here at Locked On Cougars to all 91 of you student athletes at BYU for graduating it's fantastic to see these guys getting their opportunities these guys and gals I guess I should say guys and young women getting their opportunity to get a degree while also pursuing their sport of choice at the collegiate level. So congratulations once again from all of us. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Big thank you to telecris Plasma Resources as well as Postmates for being sponsors on today's show. A bigger thank you to all of you who have supported the show as we continue to roll on here. Obviously, it's a difficult time for all of us, but it's nice to have sponsors like Postmates and Telechrist Plasma Resources who are on board with us and understand the value of this podcast. Feel free to reach out anytime we can help you guys out. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow the show at Cougars. My personal Twitter feed if you want to follow me there is at Jacob C. Hatch and also you can drop us a note anytime via email using the email address LockedOnBYU at gmail.com Hopefully you guys all have a great Monday. Hopefully your work week is off to a great start whenever you hear this and hopefully we'll be talking to you guys again soon this has been the locked on cougars podcast for april 27th 2020 we will talk to you tomorrow